0: I am mining investor and editor of Resource Stock Digest, Gerardo Del Real, here with my friend, colleague, and business partner, Mr. Nick Hodge, who's also an investor and the publisher of Daily Profit Cycle. This is the 241st episode of our weekly therapy session that we like to call Investing in Bizarro World. We're going to talk gold, we're going to talk markets, we're going to talk uranium. Uh, we'll provide a brief Patriot update. We'll talk about what we're looking at in the week to come. A lot to get to as always, but first and foremost, Senor Hodge, how goes you today?
1: Uh, I go pretty darn well. I'm not sure about the uh, rest of the world, judging by the, the headlines and the the news stories and about the things I see going on in the market. Um, but I'm I'm great. How are you?
0: I am well. It's been an interesting week market-wise. Um Societally, it's it's definitely a uh, you know uh, interesting times. Let's put it lightly, right? It's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of bizarreness going on. Uh, a lot of it's kind of hard to see just as a human being. Um, but look, family's healthy. I'm healthy. The wife still loves me. I've got all three boys at home for the week, so um, oh, cool. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Let's get That's right into a good into time. It. We'll be
1: thankful. It, Those not the pictures we're seeing coming out of him.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. It was an interesting week. Um, it's been an interesting month for gold, right? We saw gold pull back and it looked like it was headed towards 1800 and it's it's had a sharp reversal. It's trading in the 1970 level as we speak. Dollar index is still pretty strong, right? Um, still, still above the 106 level. Thoughts on gold and how it looks? I know what you're going to say, but uh, let's talk charts. Let's talk technicals and let's talk what we need for a Pronounced breakout to new all-time
1: highs. I mean, you need a breakout to all-time highs. So get a breakout
0: <laughs>
1: You're pretty darn close. um What do I want to say? I mean, yeah, kind of the chest last week. You know, was buying the dip down to those low eighteen hundreds, was saying that if it held there, it was going to turn around. Didn't know, of course, it was going to turn around so sharply. But you've had some, you know, very wide candles. I think you might have had a fifty dollar day for gold. I should have checked to, to, to brush up on it, but. Um, the, in the past week, which is a, a rarity, yeah. and so you know, it's responding to to geopolitical events. Um, on the one hand, and then uh, on the other hand, I think it's responding to some sort of fomenting um, credit event, or you know, the the Fed losing control. Um, it, gold is doing this at a time, and then you know, the ten years, five percent yeah. for all intents and some purposes, four nine and a cock care as my locals used to say. Food. uh away from five percent so uh to see gold doing what it's doing to me says that you know gold is sniffing something out I'm not sure what that is you know at first I thought it was a a ground invasion of of, of Gaza but well, we seem to have backed off that a little bit right because we um not we but as Israel you know tells people to to flee and and sort of to taste their finger off the the button a, at least in in the past couple of days as I've seen right to to avoid the a risk of of, of further, I don't even know how to put it, um, not a negative press. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, you you have this whole uh, campaign of misinformation, and I don't think it's too off topic, but it's just, you know, the fall of war is real, and and you you should have been able to see that over the past week as nobody could figure out where the rockets and missiles or blasts or attacks are coming from. I think the New York Times changed their headline like four times on the same story, right? So yep. anyway, and I've talked about gold, but uh a gold is, is 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 now going to have to settle out is what i was going to say it needs to settle out above 1900 it Needs to hold where it is now um uh, and then if you get ready for the next leg up i don't think trees grow to the sky I, I tell you that all the time but i think if it can digest the big move it just had off the low 1800s um just for a minute you just have a cup of coffee in the low 1900s uh, and then it needs to you know move up to, to 2000 and then potentially record highs um Nobody knows what's going on. I was telling you about the, the different beds of their projections for GEP. You know, if Powell was out there today, basically saying like it's, it's uncertain and unstable. And then, and he admitted what I told you last week is that the markets went ahead and raised rates for him. Uh, he yep. said, you know, we essentially had another tightening with the bond yields where they are. And so um, uh, that's about all I got for you. Uh, as long as gold holds here, I, I think it's a comfortable place to be. Um, gold is not gold stocks. I would have to remind you again. Um, gold has been the way to, to play this. It's been the, the one that you can see more clearly the technical levels of. Um, and all that said, um, gold stocks so at the complex did perk up over the past week. So um, it was good to see that.
0: Notable names in the gold space that I, I, I think people should look to, right? It's a free podcast. You're going to get your money's worth as always. Um, Revival Gold looks really damn attractive to me at current levels trading at 40 cents Canadian. It's got a market cap of just over 41.5 million Canadian. This is a company with 5 million ounces of gold across all categories and likely another 2 or 3 million in exploration upside. So Revival Gold for 5 million gold ounces, excellent infrastructure, excellent top-notch management, and being in Idaho on past-producing land, which can fast-track permitting, seems to me like a heck of a speculation for the next leg up in the gold space, which I think, look, I think new all-time highs are on the way. I had said I thought it would be end of Q4-ish, Q1 2024. That's looking to play out uh, pretty nicely. The second name that is perked up and is actually trading in anomaly in the resource space right now is trading at a 52-week high is Mawson Gold. And of course, Mawson being 51% owner of its Australian subsidiary, Southern Cross Gold, which has had just some absolutely phenomenal hits, right? The most recent one, I think, was something like 400 meters of 5 grams a ton of gold. And there were some intercepts within that that were just absolutely mind-blowing. Um, that 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 Sunday Creek project uh, that Southern Cross Gold owns and that Mawson has a 51% interest in through Southern Cross ownership is 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 interesting and compelling to me. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Moss and stock is at 52 week highs. I think much like the market sniffed out, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, hike, um, the, the 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 treasury market did it 16 year highs, right? That's where where rates are at. I think um I think the market's also sniffing out a lot more Bonanza grade hits coming out of that Sunday Creek project. So two freebies for y'all to go dig into and take a peek. If you're looking for some quality gold exposure, those are two companies I like quite a bit
1: yeah i'm a biased shareholder and 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 i should add long-time shareholder of, of revival at this point um uh, the only caveat i'd add there is that it is at 52 week lows it does need to finance and you're headed the tax law season so stink bids may be the way to approach it
0: there you go there you go actionable advice from mr hodge um let's talk uranium and uranium's still looking cute as all hell right 73 dollars level the equities uh, most of them are near 52 week highs again I think we're in the first three innings of the uranium bull market. Not the last three. A lot of runway left. We had a recent consolidation Um, that didn't last too long. It lasted a couple of months. I think that is over. Thoughts on the uranium space, sir? Um,
1: Yeah, it was good to see the spot price go back over $70 because it sort of bounced off what what I would say is resistance around $73. i would like to see it get back there. But uh, outside of just the uranium sector, um, you know, being inside of it and, and talking about it, um, you know, it's emerged as, you know, one of the sectors that's strongest across the entire market. And that's a function of it being in the energy complex, which has remained strong. You know, we talk uh, a lot about oil and I hear the street talking a lot about oil because it's it's remained strong. There's one, you know, the economy reinflates inflates two, um, uh, war breaks out, but there's other things inside the energy complex, you know, even natural gas has been catching a bit. Winter is coming, but People forget that that uranium is a, is a large part of the international energy mix as well. And so um, it's, um, what's the word? Is matriculated the right word? I'm not Matric- sure. It's Matriculated. Um, it trickled out, to keep it simple, into wider, more um, broad-based participants of the market, not just the uranium bottles and not necessarily just the the resource industry either I've seen um more mainstream participants writing about and talking about owning uranium equities just as part of the uranium complex. And so that's good to see. You need uh, outside capital coming in to um, right, let the uh, uranium equities go to the next level. And so uh, the next level is very close. You're back now to you know uh, almost where you were in, in late September when we had a uh, a good straw run in, in the uranium space. And so I think if you get back to those highs from uh, last month, you'll see more retail money coming in um, uh, faster.
0: Agreed. Agreed. We have to talk lithium, and then I want to get into crypto a bit. Um, it's been a heck of an interesting week in the lithium space. There are some names that are getting absolutely clobbered, right? Um, Patriot is is holding up well. It had phenomenal news. We'll get to the news here in just a bit. But Lithium Americas, right? It just went ahead and completed it's separation of its assets, um, you know, with their Nevada asset being in one company and their Argentine assets being in another. And it's down some 50% over the past two weeks, right? That part of the portfolio isn't looking too cute, unlike the uranium portion of the portfolio. Um, but the, the the most interesting thing of the week to me was the Town drama slash debacle. We talked last week and it was, you know, it, it, it was... It was <laughs> buddy we recorded it and then all sorts of stuff happened, right? Albemarle walked away from the deal with Lion Town. Um Gina reinhardt uh who I said was buying with reckless abandon at the $3 level, um, secured her 19.9% stake. That didn't sit well with Albemarle. And after a year's worth of due diligence and three offers, the last culminating in an offer of three dollars per share it decided it didn't want whatever comes with Miss Reinhardt being at the table. Lion now is rumored to be raising um hundreds of millions of dollars at 180. That is a steep discount from the three dollars that Miss Reinhardt was just paying. That's also six billion dollars that Albemarle now has as it at its disposal. And this at a time, and got its eye into Patria, right? where by all public um, uh, dialogue that Blair shared in the most recent interview, and we could put a link up to it, um, that with the backdrop of Albemarle and Patriot apparently getting along just merrily, right? He couldn't have been more complimentary of the synergies. He couldn't have been more complimentary of Albemarle really thinking that they have something special here. And all of, of, of Blair's comments during that interview um, screamed that MOU is going to turn into, you know, a consummated deal. And so, again, we talked last week about how the dominoes were lining up nicely or the chess pieces were being, you know, put in the right position. How I liked everything but the share price with Patriot. Well, this is, 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 is to me, is, is the bonus, right? Because it frees up Albemarle and it's a logical, logical partnership um, on that front. You couple that with the fact that, you know, there's eight rigs turning now. There's over $150 million in the treasury. Um, Blair stated in the interview that everything they're seeing at CV9 thus far indicates that that's a go. That's going to be a new discovery. Can't wait for assays from that. CV5 continues to grow. CV13 continues to, you know, deliver just some blockbuster spectacular grades. The, the widths aren't what, you know, we're accustomed to seeing from cv5 but that's just because we're spoiled right we're looking at potentially a good easily 20 or 30 million tons over there of of, of a high grade stuff thus far and the market just kind of yawned at it as if it was like whatever right so uh could it be happier with the news i uh, love the drilling love the update love cv9 really underappreciated part of that news release was the met news you know the the initial the initial data that they're looking at between CV5 and CV13 is screaming, this is the exact same thing. Darren, VP of Exploration, alluded to it in the news release saying, essentially, the whole damn thing's connected, y'all. We just got to keep drilling it out and prove it to you. And we understand that. But everything we see, everything that we're looking at, all of the core that's coming out screams this is connected. It's all one big plumbing system. And again, if that's the case, if if we're going to have 10, 15, 20, 30 kilometers of this stuff and it's all continuous and now you have the potential for two starter pits um, where you can you know, incorporate the lake later on in the mine plan. I, I'll i take whatever share price it is today and, and and happily sit on my shares and yes, do I wish they were higher for when I sell my occasional couple of thousand shares? Absolutely. Will it matter at the end if, if, if we get our price? Um, no, but I am curious to see if Albemarle now comes to the table to get the buyout dialogue going, because it's been out hustled now, if, if that's the word we want to use, multiple times now by Australians. I mean, the Australians are eating Albemarle's lunch. And if I'm Albemarle, I need to deliver a win to shareholders. And I can't think of a better win in the lithium space right now than securing 50 kilometers of one of the most you know, lithium-rich Greenstone belts that I've ever seen, and 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 you know what looks like to me green bushes potential. So, a lot there. Couldn't be happier as a shareholder. We'll put the link up to the interview with Blair. But all of that looks great. I'm looking forward to see seeing what uh, Albemarle comes back with if they don't you know toss out a twenty five dollar offer sometime and 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 just get the talks going. And then I'm really curious to see what the other potential suitors because there are several um, are, 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 are willing to come in and, 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 and do with that. So I think, I think, look, I think there's two things. I think there's, um, need institutional buying the retail part of the price going up is over. That is done. We need some institutional buying and we need, we, we I wouldn't mind a a lowball offer to start the negotiations. Cause I know, you know, the, the, the voting block of, of us large shareholders is sufficient to, you know, turn back and push back on anything that we don't, deem to be sufficient. So yeah, couldn couldn't be more excited. Wish the share price was higher. That's your Patriot update, folks.
1: What do you make of Albemarle shares? So um, I hadn't been tracking them too too closely, but just had a gander while you were talking and they're nearly three week lows or three year loads, excuse me. Um probably being punished for for not getting a, a deal done. Uh, probably also being punished for, you know, ish to, to weak or you know Chinese uh spider and, and lithium carbonate prices. But um, anyway, now I'm just playing interviewer. How do you feel about um Albemarle's share price and how do you think about any potential deal as it relates to, you know, cash versus shares?
0: I think if I'm Patriot and Albemarle and we're getting along mightily mightily and CB five and C B thirteen now look metallurgically identical, um, and, and the, the the discussion is, you know, for Albemarle to come in, get these tax incentives um through the Inflation Reduction Act and set up a plant. I, I think it makes perfect sense for both companies to consummate that deal sooner rather than later, and actually turn this into a real partnership. I think it delivers a win to Albemarle shareholders in the sense that they know that at least they do have a permanent seat at the Corvette table. And I think on Patriots' end, it's it's, it's you know a clear sign to everyone else that it, it's time to get in the ring if you want a seat at the table. Because Albemarle most definitely wants a seat at the table. So I I don't think it's the right time to actually have a deal go through for Albemarle or Patriot. I think it's perfect timing to consummate a deal for a plant and announce a partnership and and terms that are flexible to both companies. But for Albemarle, secures future supply at scale. And for Patriot, secures less dilution if Albemarle is willing and, and they're clearly able is willing to come in and build that plant or build and finance the bulk of it in exchange for security of supply, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Got to be in the arena. Got to be in the arena. So no, look, good times on that front. We got to talk crypto a bit. We we, we had a discussion with our in-house um, expert, Mr. Chris Curl, recently. Uh, got some exciting news coming up on that front, but I wanted to get your thoughts on the crypto space, and maybe you could share a little bit about uh, what we got up our sleeve on that front.
1: Sure, um, Bitcoin has been sneakily and, and stealthily stair-stepping uh, up and to the right. At uh, last check, around at twenty-eight thousand dollars, but has had periods over the past six months where it spiked briefly above uh, thirty thousand. Once back in June, and more recently, and also more interestingly. Um, this week, as there was a uh, leak or uh, fake news, or I actually saw Ben Hunt from Epsilon Theory start calling it fiat news, which I absolutely love. Um, it, like I don't back, know if it was I don't know if it was fiat news or whatever, but you know there was a, a leak, a post from Cointelegraph, Telegraph, which is a very widely followed uh, Twitter account, that the SEC had approved um, BlackRock's, which is the iShares. Um, Bitcoin spot ETF. Now, um, let me backtrack a bit and tell you that lots of people are interested in this because there's multiple ETFs that have been applied for by um, iShares and and Khaki Woods Arc and and several other outfits. Um, And there's been um, the Bitcoin derivative and and Bitcoin miner ETFs approved, but there's been no Bitcoin spot ETF approved. So um, one, lots of firms want this and have been uh, applying to the SEC to get them approved. Two, the SEC has been delaying and delaying, um, you know, first to this month, and, and now they've been delayed likely until um, January at their earliest and, and potentially even uh, April. Hey, people are interested because they think this is going to beget a lot of Bitcoin buying, right? If you yep. have a Bitcoin spot ETF, you need to own Bitcoin to head it for your funds. So uh, buy would come in. And so when that headline broke, even though it was fake news, um, the Bitcoin spiked immediately to to over thirty thousand uh, dollars. It was immediately debunked, and you know retractions were printed, et cetera. But uh, that headline is going to be real at some point in the next three to six months, and and you sort of got a taste of what Bitcoin would do when that happens, just in the first couple of hours, let alone this, you know those funds really um, go about the buying that is needed to uh, buy the bitcoins they need for their fund. The other thing. Um, is you've got a, a Bitcoin halving or, or happening, which is, is slated to occur in in early 2024, and that's when uh, the rewards that the miners get are, are cut in half. And so, um, as Chris will tell you, and has written about uh, a lot to his readers of Crypto Cycle and in, in his free editorials of Daily Profit Cycle, is the way Bitcoin responds after each of the the previous happenings that occurred, and it's. Um, uh, the bull marking is, is what happens. You know, the price of Bitcoin goes up historically after the avenue. And so these catalysts, combined with, you know, central banks and governments wanting to get involved in the, the digital currency space, and in some respect, coupled with uh, uh, the geopolitical events, I mean, we talked about gold going up on the back of geopolitics, you know, how do you think Gazans get, you know, money in and out of the country, for yeah. a, a example, I mean, um or to egypt or wherever right to avoid borders without having to carry on a heavy ass briefcase so uh bitcoin will find its footing in 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 that respect and so anyway the catalysts are are lining up and uh, bitcoin is looking pretty strong so we took the opportunity to put together uh, a new educational series we're calling it the million dollar crypto club um but it's really an educational series that you can sign up for and uh, we're doing a couple of things. Uh, one, we're giving away a couple of the premium reports that that Chris has for members of, of CryptoCycle. Just to, for signing up to this educational series, you get a peek at some of his reports that people have paid a thousand dollars to get to, just help you uh, get introduced to the to the cryptocurrency space. Right to his list of definitions and um, glossary, as well as his you know Bitcoin one hundred one, two hundred one, three hundred one, which tells you about the different types of coins, different types of exchanges um etc and then beyond that we get a whole two-week uh email series with case studies on different coins that that chris has had success with as well as um him expounding on those catalysts that i just outlined for you so it's free to sign up for um we're calling it the million dollar crypto Club, and and we'll we'll open up the sign up for that on october 26th the date has been set so um uh, is that next thursday i'd have to look at a calendar um, It is next Thursday. Well, this yeah. Thursday, by the time you see it. So um, you have plenty of opportunities to do that. Um, we'll be writing articles about it. We'll have sign-up boxes up on, on daily profit cycle. And um, I even bought 1000000 club.com So we'll see if we can get a, a, a landing page up there.
0: Love it. I'll, I'll say this, as always, you know, we don't get it all right. We don't get it all wrong. But we do put our money where our mouth is, right? And when it comes to Chris Curl, um, top-notch uh, educational seminars that he puts together, and uh, look, we, we we allocated fifty thousand dollars, Mr. Hodge and I did, um, to a crypto portfolio that he manages and oversees. And I I, I suspect that you know if 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 some of his um, predictions play out the way past ones have, that we're going to be happy that we did that here in the not too distant future. So definitely encourage those of you that even, even if you're someone like me who still hasn't ever allocated personal dollars to the crypto space, right? Um, the information is fantastic. And I think it's a great time uh, to, to to get curious and start learning about it. I, there was a comment by Paul Tudor Jones uh, not too recently. And they asked him about the two asset classes that he would own. And surprisingly, he said, gold and Bitcoin. And this is someone that's been critical in the past of Bitcoin and and and, you know, has talked about it in unflattering terms. So there is, you know, we talk about fourth turnings a lot on, on this podcast and there's definitely a shift in sentiment in the crypto space, especially as it relates to Bitcoin. And again, my spidey senses tell me that, you know, in the next year or two, Bitcoin is much, much higher uh, than where it is today. But again, even if if you're not looking to allocate capital there, um, great educational stuff. And, and if you have people that care about the space, and want to learn i encourage all of you to go and uh, sign up for that seminar
1: i guarantee it'll be worth your price ambition
0: love it love it love it what are you watching in the market mr hodge i know you and i had a discussion off air uh, you and i will both be presenting at the new orleans investment conference here soon my personal favorite conference of the year um one that i, I i've been going to now for over a decade Um, we we were chatting about what we were going to talk about and the many opportunities in the resource space. What are you watching this coming week?
1: I'm going to stick with the same answer from last week because it was right. And I think it's going to continue to be right. Um, um, I I closed my NASDAQ short uh, in one penny of the low today, by the way. So that was pretty darn good. But it's volatility. So and you're about to get a 20-handle on the VIX, and I told you that's what I was watching uh, or would be watching this week. And um, lo and behold, the, the VIX has uh, steadily increased up and to the right. Um, you haven't had a 20-handle on the VIX since. Drum roll, please. It was back in March when the banking process was going on. Surprise, surprise. So, um, and today it closed with a, a 21 handle. So, um, you know, you you got volatility already the highest it's been since March, which I told you to look out for last week. Um, you know, you could get a jump to, to, to 30 fairly quickly when the banking, the regional banking crisis was going on back in March, it quickly jumped to 30 on the VIX, and um, you know when you've got a 30 handle on the vix you're not doing much else right you're just hanging on to the rails of the boat so um you know watch the vix that uh, the price swings are going to get you know wider as that vix goes up and you got a taste of that today uh, um this is thursday october 19th i should say because it'll be a couple of days before this comes out but um as jerome was talking you saw the the market start to to sell off and um those price swings volatility obviously can get the price swings can get wider as the volatility goes up and it was a pretty complacent summer. I think people forget what it looks like with the VIX above twenty-eight.
0: I like it. I got to get your thoughts on energy before we leave. We talked about Resolute Resources a couple of weeks back, and that thing's broken out from the twenty-five cent level to the forty cent level today. Uh, pretty impressive run. We know it's expecting results soon. Again, it sounds like the market has sniffed out the fact that there might be uh, some oil under that ground. Thoughts on 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 the energy space, and if you want to speak specifically to to resolute they seem to be on something yeah
1: we we touched on energy via uranium it's one of the the few bullish sectors of the um market now uh, oil is 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 getting close to being top e i would say i'm i'm not calling it the top yet but um it's getting close i've been cuz con- w- what's it going to go to i mean it can't go much about $100 you're going to get in the immediate right. recession right so in terms of ranges it's it's back to close to the the top end of it um, it's been interesting to watch oil because it sold off on the, the initial, you know, uh, Hamas, uh, violence is, or whatever yeah. last weekend, October 9th or whatever that was. It, oil sold off and then has come back up as, you know, a, a couple of things. One, the, uh, there doesn't seem to be an end in sight or at least a near term end. Two, we see the inflation starting to tick back up, which is driven by, um, oil itself uh but you can't get much above 100 so it, it's bullish right now but it's starting to, to do a little sideways action and so um I, i'm not super worried about oil crashing but uh, i am keeping my eye on it for lower lows um i still own my my you know uh, state street etfs i've recommended xop which is the uh, exploration and production uh spider that's in foundational profits and i'm watching it every day we're up on it. But like I say, I think you could get uh, a, a breakdown if there's any, um, you know, resolution uh, the, to what's going on, any ceasefire, any sort of, you know, sniffing out of the the end of this conflict. So um, that's where I'm at with, with energy. Nonetheless, the bottom of the range is still something like you know in the eighty range. So still, you know, good for producers, not necessarily for a momentum, you know, trader. Like that. With Resolute specifically. Um, seems like they're, you know, somebody knows something. I mean, uh, that's a company we financed twice privately, uh, just uh, came to trade uh, in late August, uh, 28th or 29th. Um, and, and as you say, touched a uh, 40 cent. Someone doesn't want the market to know that that someone knows something because it ticked a few <laughs> pennies up over 40 cents this week. And someone was like, nah, like get back down below 40 cents. I was watching it at the end of the day, right? And so- Hey, we know that goes on painting the tape or you know bullying the tape. I guess you could say I mean, pushing it down when you don't want people to get excited and get picked up on the chat boards or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I've been but the watching it with actions,
0: Patriot for the past six months,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the price action and the volume action, you know, seemed like there's they're, oil there. And, and and I would add that you know all the the pre-drilling exploration work, I mean, pointed to to there being oil there as well. So. Um, we'll say, um, you know, they say results in, in October or early November. So we're getting pretty darn close.
0: We are indeed. I'm supposed to remind you as always to check us out at dailyprofitcycle.com forward slash subscribe so you can get all of our updates, reports, and commentary from myself, Mr. Hodge, and our talented editors. Um, that's it. I I, I I think that's it. Look, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to more consistent news flow. From Patriot, I'm looking forward to, you know, more capital coming into the lithium space. I think, you know, the spot price is likely bottoming and, you know, the, 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 the capital flow is not going to ease up because of a consolidation in the space. And I'm looking forward to seeing if gold can actually break the 2000 level in convincing fashion. If it does, I think we could be off to the races. So definitely a lot to watch over the next several weeks. Anything on your front?
1: No, um, we'll be heading out to New Orleans, as you said. Um, uh, we'll do a little red fishing and, and bringing my dad. So excited about that! At least for the fishing, not for the conference. We'll be seeing you there. Um, uh, have made some dinner reservations, as you know. Um, in addition to the conference, one of the greatest things about New Orleans is the, the food scene, and, and I try to sniff out the ones.
0: So um, I got a little cubano action for you, Gerardo. We'll see how it is. Saludos a mi gente cubana por allá hello to everybody out there that's all i got for this week everybody i am gerardo del real along with mr nick hodge this was episode 241 of our weekly therapy session we call investing in bizarro world be kind to each other out there everyone leave us with some words of wisdom mr hodge no adios see ya hey
1: there you independent-minded investor if you like this video, make sure to tell us so by clicking the like button below. Subscribe to our channel so you never miss another one. And share it with everyone you know on social media. You can also click the link in the description below to check out more information-packed videos just like this one. Thanks for watching.